welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk a little bit about that Mall of America situation and uh, why he said the guy was kind of an unhinged, crazy person in the light of a few different scriptures. Um, and I did not go ahead and bring the Bible out with me to tell you exactly what those verses are. So I'll tell you what the scriptures are about where they are. They will be linked on the video, uh, on the picture there. And uh, for those listening on the podcasts, uh, they will be in the video description, all the verses we're going to talk about here. So a few of them come to mind. Uh, one of those from Acts, uh, would have been like Acts 4-ish or so. And uh, this is when Peter and John are arrested. They're brought before the council and uh, they say, well, you know, don't, don't talk about this name anymore. And they say, well, is it better for you to obey man or God? That is one of the verses that could be thrown around in this situation. The other one is be innocent as doves and shrewd as serpents. I believe we've had some discussions about that over the years, how we should certainly use some of the world systems without compromising the Christian morality. And uh, there's probably a few other verses that will come to me as we start talking. But uh, again, let's go ahead and show the brief clip about uh, the man being accosted by the security guards in the Mall of America. This went viral. I understand that, right. but Jesus is associated with religion and it's offending people. No, it's not just I'm sorry, it's not religion. It's about eternal life. Okay. But it's the same thing, okay? People have been offended. And like I said, all we were asking you is to take your shirt off. You can go to Macy, go to I didn't say anything though. I didn't speak. I didn't I didn't speak. I didn't I didn't say anything. Now, as I pointed out in the Hosea video from um, earlier this week, or last week rather, um, as this guy is being confronted, the security guard did say, you're not allowed to wear a shirt that says Jesus saves. The security guard was actually out of line and the person was not kicked out of the mall, nor did they have to change their shirt. Okay, the reason they went over and talked to him is because prior to this time, he has had one or two, it's either one, it might have been two, trespass orders because he was going around the mall handing out Bible tracts, which is soliciting. Now, the mall has a very specific no soliciting policy. So it doesn't matter what you are soliciting, you cannot go around that mall, hand out any type of solicitations for anything that you are wanting to do. You can't do that. It's a violation of the mall, and the mall is private property. So you might say, well, is it better for us to obey God than man? Well, if you were doing that on the public street, that'd be a completely different case. And it's part of it is the way he did this, because it wasn't that he was wearing a shirt, uh, which he was. Um, it has to do with the fact that uh, he had been known by the mall because they had repeated problems with him. But then, of course, he comes along and he makes these harebrained ideas like this one. If if they didn't if they if they didn't uh, suspend me, if they didn't stop me preaching, spreading the word, the the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? The shooting would not happen. You know that, right? We know that. I believe, I believe that. I believe that. You know what I believe. I believe mm -hmm. that you would have even somehow, and the Lord, you know, he knows all, sees all, but I believe that you would have ran into that shooter. I believe that you, the spirit would have drawn you to the shooter. You would have given him the gospel track and he would have revealed to you that he was about to actually go on a rampage and shoot people. Right. And he would have got delivered right there in that moment. That's right. That's right. So he's coming out and saying, if I'm allowed to walk through the mall and uh, hand out Bible tracts, God would have drawn me to this shooter and he would have been saved by God through me. And then all of this would have been saved. Okay, 
let's talk about that a little bit. All right. Should he be going around using this methodology in somebody else's private space? Well, the person whose private space it is has every right to say, you can't be here. And so when you come out and say, uh, I'm going to obey God rather than man. I'm going to come into your mall. I'm going to hand out Bible tracts because God is going to bring all these sinners to me and they're going to be saved by the power of my gospel track. Well, that is where we have the unhinged lunacy going around. So if you were to have a deep theological conversation with this person, I imagine that your deep theological conversation would probably stop right about the time as God so loved the world, he gave his only forgotten son, <laughs> you know, his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. All right, John three sixteen, of course. And so... <laughs> I imagine that a person who believes that him handing out Bible tracts in a mall is going to naturally draw the shooter to him, and the shooter's just going to come out and say, I'm just about to engage in this manslaughter event, and uh, wow, thank you for this Bible track. I am now saved. You saved me. This is a man who is full of himself. He does not represent us as Christians, and the way that that was spread around by a lot of conservative media is not the correct response, because this is a guy who went into the mall not to shop, not to engage in the business of the mall, but to go around and solicit, which is a violation of the mall's policies. Now, should the mall have a policy against it? Well, I mean, it depends. Would you like the Satanists to come in and hand out brochures for Satanism? Yeah, they're covered under the same policy. Um, would an LGBT activist uh, be treated the same way? Mm, maybe, maybe not. Probably not because of how crazy and loud those guys are. But the point of the matter is, we have to fi figure out as Christians how to walk this line between living in the world and living for God. And part of it is we cannot be offensive to the world around us. All right. That is actually one of the qualifications for the elders in Titus 1. Not pugnacious not fond of sordid gain. Uh, that pugnacious is not, not a person who stinks to the world. Of course, other uh, portions there in, in uh, Titus 1 indicate he, he needs to be a man of high repute, a man who is liked by the community in the world. Uh, I heard a pastor give a message once years ago, and he said, you know, as a, as a pastor in the community, we cannot stink to the community. We can't be so uh, so hated by the unbelievers because we will lose all credibility before man. Look at uh, uh, this one's Luke two fifty two. God, uh, Jesus grew in uh, in stature. I don't remember this off the top of my head. He grew in favor and stature. Um, he grew in in basically says he grew in his body. He grew in his mind. He and then the last part is he grew with, in favor with God and man. Okay. So that's what we need to do as Christians. We cannot be so, so um, pugnacious to the world around us that the world around us is like, oh, there's that Christian guy. Uh, in fact, I was uh, listening to another uh, r slash recently, and um, the guy on there, it was, it was a story about, about a, a deeply overzealous religious family that basically kicked their kid who's probably right around, I don't know, 15, 16-year-old, out because the person was, you know, came out as homosexual and they kicked him out saying, oh, all your friends are turning you away from Jesus, all this kind of stuff. This overly religious zealotry is not Christianity. 
Okay, the heart of Christianity, and this is why I'm a Calvinist, the heart of Christianity suggests I cannot possibly come to God unless God first drew me. And if God did not draw that 15-year-old, there's a few scenarios going on. If you have kids, so if, you, if you're if you a Christian family and you have kids that are struggling with, with um, all of this woke nonsense going around, you need to love your kids. Here's my advice to you. You need to bring them to church and teach them the ways. But I would not force them to do youth group or any other extra church curriculars outside of that. You'd explain your position and then you love them no matter what. Because you cannot save that child. Your pastor cannot save that child. Your church cannot save that child. That child is either reprobate and will never come to Christ. And we are never, never told to condemn somebody to hell necessarily. Um, a few suggestions, you know, first John, if a man, man commits sin leading to death, I am not saying you should pray for him. That's in, in the Bible. Um, I'm, but we never seem to say, well, you're just of the devil. So whatever, I'm going to throw you out with a trash. I'm going to kick you out. Now, it might be that God has a plan for this person and he needs to let them walk into some dangerous areas until he calls their heart and they cry out to him in repentance. And that's the thing. And this is why this guy's approach at the Mall of America was so bad. He believed he had the power to save people. He believed his tracks had the power to save people. And he believed with all his heart that he would go into the mall, hand out Bible tracks, and prevent the next mass shooting because he's going to hand a Bible track to guys like, <laughs> I came here to kill a bunch of people, but <laughs> I turned my life over to Jesus now. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, that's the type of thing that uh, we see going on here. But the reality is, uh, the reality is, he did not take a good approach. This is not the case to obey man rather than God, because he is stinks to the people around him. Now, what the security guards did when they came up, they said, well, that shirt's offensive to some people. You know what? That shirt that says Jesus saves is not a violation of the policies of the Mall of America. Um, and which is why the security guard was kind of in the wrong in that part there. But you have to understand, they did not force him to leave. They did not force him to change his shirt. So stop listening to people that say, though, they kicked him out. No, they, he was accosted. But the reason he was accosted at the mall by the security is because he had been kicked out multiple times prior to this and issued no trespass warnings for coming into the mall and not using it appropriately for soliciting out Bible tracts. And in my opinion, Bible tracts are not an effective way to preach the gospel. They stink to the community, they stink to the world, and then people see your hand up Bible tracts, go, go, God, there's another one of those religious zealots. No, we need to have deep relationships with people. We need to be able to understand and explain our positions in the scripture. We need to love the people around us. And you're not going to love them by dropping Bible tracts all over the place for somebody else to clean up. You're not going to love them by like, hey, you unrepentant sinner. It's like this. It's like the Willard preacher. If you were a Penn State person, you might be aware of the Willard preacher for, you know, 30, 40 years, whatever. He sat out there at the steps of the Willard Hall at Penn State um, you know, doing street preaching. Now, understand that's part of his job. He kind of gets paid to do that. He's part of the Greek Orthodox Church. It's part of a, uh, you know, a, a campaign to get people into the Greek Orthodox Church down there. But he'll sit there and he'll read things and he'll point at random people he doesn't know. You're going to hell! And he'll have a, oh, you're all going to hell, scripture reading of the day, and all this kind of nonsense. It's like, dude, you don't know that person. You don't know if they're saved. You don't know what their situation is. You just come out as being an unhinged lunatic. And that's really the way a lot people see him as an unhinged lunatic. And that's what you don't want to be in your Christian life. You don't want to be that type of person. 
build good relationships, live the gospel of Christ. It was it Thomas, uh, was it Thomas Kempis or Thomas Aquinas? One of them said, preach the gospel at all times, use words only when necessary. And that's kind of where, uh, where you want to get to. And by the way, use words only necessary, kind of mean Bible tracks too. <laughs> kind of my thoughts, hopefully I'm not unclear about that. Anyway, um, Hopefully this has uh, helped you to understand a little bit more about the situation, what was going on. With that, thanks for watching, everybody, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.